this concept of divine rebellion is extremely important, right? And, um, you know, the awareness is a huge part of our ability to do that. And what we sought, sought to practice, what we set out to practice over the holiday season, right. um, you know, we offered that as, as an invitation for others to kind of see that in their context and begin to ask the questions of what that might look like for them. And all of that is really, really good. And there's more good news here, though, right? Mm-hmm. In, in what we have discussed so far, um, we've kind of come at it from the angle of how do we resist, mm-hmm. right? How do we, how do we begin to reclaim things and take stuff back? And the, the last piece that we want to get to is really starting to open the door to how do we begin to take the offensive? Welcome to The Intentional Dad, the podcast for men and families on the journey to embrace and fulfill the promise of fatherhood. It is 2024. Happy New Year. And we are back in the studio, Pete and I. Um, We have just a little bit more to do. So this is kind of a bridge from what we spent so much of our time working toward in 2023 uh, one last installment to bridge to the new year, wrap that up. Um, but where we're going with this is an invitation for what's ahead in the new year. And we'll, we'll unpack all of that in the course of this conversation. Uh, but Pete, welcome back. I'm really happy to have you one more time just yeah. to, just to wrap up all the work we've been doing here. Thanks, Eric. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, happy new year. Yeah, happy new year. So yeah, we're already halfway through <laughs> January. I'm like, what? It, yeah, I, I, where's it go? Right, yeah. where's it go? So, um, yeah, Pete, this is uh, this is kind of a bittersweet day for me because mm-hmm. um, I've had so much fun doing this with you. And as uh, as we've done this, we've both kind of just had a chuckle at mm-hmm. just how how much we've discovered that we want to talk about. Right, and we've done this for for you know almost twenty years right. now. This kind of right. thing, and and we just get going. But uh, we should have been recording you know, 45 minutes ago. Yeah. Yeah. I think our best stuff is on the table already. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, so we have, we have come a long way. We, we really have. And so much of what we have done has really painted most of the picture of what we want to share, but we do have one more really important idea that we want to get on the table. And so that will wrap up this series, which is this question of what story are you living? And, we asked the question very early on just to just to put a, a wide open invitation out there. And in asking that question, we helped to illustrate a contrast between mm-hmm. what is the true story and what we began calling the shadow story. And so bit by bit, we've just been looking at different angles of things that mm-hmm. are important as we ask that question and understand more clearly what the invitation is and has been and this ongoing invitation that we've got. And uh, um, it came together really at a, at a it just really opportune time because um, one really important concept that we began to explore was this idea of divine rebellion. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, this idea of rebellion and maybe recapturing something in that that uh, may not be natural for us to think about, but Hmm. rebellion can be a good thing. It depends on what we're rebelling against, right? And in this case, because of the work we've done to kind of talk about the shadow story and the things that are at work that 
pull us into shadow story and what it's like to live out of the shadow story and the, you know, the anxiety and the stress and this, uh, this idea that many relate to of never being enough. Right. Um, and living in a world that we had talked about as a universe at war and an enemy that hates us and is warring against us and the the world that we live in that is under the influence of that enemy and all of that coming together to conspire against God's invitation to go into our inner world mm. and to begin to understand what's happening at that level and to begin to discern uh, mm. invitations that he has for us. Yeah. Really a journey of healing and transformation that opens the door for us to mm. live out of the true story in a way that we experience it. Mm. And it begins with understanding that that's there. Yeah. And, and the, the difference between the two is what we started to call the sacred gap. Right. And so, you know, what we got to with the discussion of the divine rebellion was, okay, how do we start to move into that gap? How do we start mm. to chip away at the things that are part of our experience, what we know to be reality, mm. and move into uh, the true story as our reality. Yeah. And so that was divine rebellion, right? Mm -hmm. And at Christmas time, we wanted to take a second. So what, what does this look like practically to exercise divine rebellion during the holiday season? Because if there was ever a time of the year <laughs> that we mm. feel the conspiracy against our inner world, uh, I know from my experience, and Pete, you shared this, you know, when we, when we talked about it, just how much we feel that during the holiday season, and how many things are coming at us, and how many demands there are, and you know, without any awareness, we just kind of get swept along, and these things that we hope for mm. in the holiday season. We get to the other end of it and we look back and we're like, what happened? Yeah. Right. And so we talked about that and it was a beautiful conversation. I really enjoyed that. But there was one thing you said kind of almost in passing as we were wrapping it up is that we should have a check-in. Mm. And I, I, I think that? you did. Yeah. <laughs> you did. <laughs> and, and I think we should because I, I think that's going to lead us to what we want to talk about in this last installment. Right. Mm. So let me ask you, Pete. How did the holiday season go? How did Divine Rebellion go? Um, what was what was your story with that? Best Christmas ever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, it was, you know, <laughs> and you and I have seen each other a number of times since we did that last podcast and, you know, kind of check in. Um, you know, overall, it didn't go the way that I had hoped it yeah. had, you know, when we were talking about it and... Uh, it was early December or late November, right? That we were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, and right. So, you know, just, bef yeah. just before, you know, the storm of year-end letters and, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, stuffing and folding and stamping and licking and, you mm -hmm. know, that, that, mm -hmm. whole, that whole fiasco, that just sort of started this momentum of, you know, like having a lot of things to do at the end of the year, uh, procrastinating on some of them. So, you know, like, Hey, you really have to get them done now. And so, you know, part, part of that is the enemy. Part of that is my own, mm. you know, my own humanness, my mm -hmm. own, mm -hmm. my own story. Uh, but nonetheless, it put me in a, 
you know, a mindset of um, always just feeling behind the yeah. whole time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and I and I have to I chuckle because I thought of our conversation many times mm-hmm. over the month of December yeah. and even into the to the to the new year. You know, of how um, how that's not the way that I wanted to live, mm-hmm. react, you know, yep. I mean, there's family dynamics, mm-hmm. there's, yeah, you know, there's financial dynamics, there's, you know, year end stuff for, mm-hmm. you know, our ministry. And, you know, uh, while I've always trusted God and, and he's always been faithful and he was this year, uh, there's, there's that seeps in, you know, that yep. little bit of scarcity, that mm-hmm. little bit of, you know, what else can I do? Mm-hmm. Right. What else can I do? Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, overall, I think, um, you know, I, I, I had hand surgery in October and that was, you know, I'm still in the middle of recovering from that. And certainly that month was, there's so many things to do and I just couldn't do them. Mm-hmm. So then there was this low level frustration of, and, and even, even going back, you know, why did I choose to do it at this time of year? You know, all, you know, all of those like second guessing and, mm-hmm. you know, those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. And then, and then, uh, you know, there was some rest, there was great time with family. There was awareness. Uh, yeah. there, there were moments of divine rebellion, yeah. uh, but not as many as yeah. I would have hoped or mm-hmm. as that we, we sort of confidently spoke about, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, so that's yeah. the reality of it. Yeah. Right? And, and that's, that's such a huge difference, right? I mean, awareness is one thing, um, you know, but then you kind of get in, get in the reality of it. Right. I yeah. mean, we had a, we had a saying in my military days, right. That the first casualty of war is the plan. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, is that a um, and, and it, it just really rings true. Right. Yeah. And, and this, you know, this, this concept of warfare, mm. uh, you know, we did spend some time over the last year talking about that and the reality of it. Um, and it's, it is really helpful. Um, you know, because if you don't have that perspective, then it's really hard to make sense of all of this, but yeah, we worked hard to be aware. We had a plan, Mm -hmm. but what happened? And Pete, I, I, I resonate with so much what you're saying, right? I mean, we were really exercising awareness. We knew what we wanted to look for. We knew what we wanted to be prepared for. Mm -hmm. And in many ways, I think both of us would look back and say, thank God, because we we were ready to address things because we could kind of see and sense what was going on. Right. And you know, it would be silly to think that that means, okay, automatically everything's going to just go swimmingly. Yeah. You know, it didn't. Right. It didn't. And, I, you know, I had the same thing where there was there was a stretch there. I was like, man, I'm, I'm really having to fight for this, mm. you know, and things are not in that state of peace and rest where mm-hmm. I want them to be. I, mm-hmm. you know, I felt many of the same things at end of year stuff and just this nagging sense that I should be doing more, mm-hmm. not enough. Right. I yeah. Mean, there's, there's that story kind of trying to play itself out. Right. You know? Um, and so we really had to fight for it yeah. and we did. And, you know, part of the story is, did it go um, exactly as we'd hoped and we pictured? No. Yeah. And, it did have um, have some victory to it, right? right? That there was there was some space right. and a stretch there where where we did um, you know find that we were able to to enjoy mm-hmm. some things and and be in those be in those wonderful places and share some of those things, you know, some of the gifts that we talked about, the gift right. of words and things like that. Yeah, 
um, that we got to share and, you know, about my wife and mm-hmm. the ways that mm-hmm. she does the gift giving and, you yeah. know, all of that was preserved, but we really had to fight for that. We did. We really did. And I just want to reiterate something too, that, that you said, um, you alluded to was, um, you know, the fact that we started out uh, at the end of November talking about that and uh, the awareness part of mm-hmm. it, we even had some practical things mm-hmm. that we shared that we do to yeah. try to make that happen. You know, we get to the end of the holiday season yeah. and, you know, it's easy to look and go, wow, you know, <laughs> that didn't work out very well. Right. You know, I kind of blew it there. Right. Uh, it, I, it's easy for me and I'm sure most every other person to go to shame over that. Mm. When, when we, when we have an awareness and we try to accomplish something like that and, and we get, and I want to say there, there were, because of that awareness, there were some, some victories that I probably would not have gotten mm. or experienced had we not spent that time yeah. talking about it, thinking about it, even praying about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, but I just want our listeners to realize that it's, it's not a one and done. It's mm. not a, Oh, Hey, I've got a list of things I'm going to do for Christmas. Yeah. And I'm going to, you know, I'm going to make sure that we take time, uh, you know, for my heart and for my family mm-hmm. and things I love. And those are all wonderful things that we all desire them to happen. And, as you were just saying, life happens. We are, you know, it's more like being on the beaches of Normandy mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. we even realize. Yeah. And so um, I think I just want to give us and our listeners grace. Right. Right. That, hey, you know, it is a, it is a, I think transformation is a lifelong journey. Yeah. It's not a, you know, it's not a course that we take at church. It's not a, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it, it, it it's not a book that we read. Mm-hmm. Um, all those things probably filter in to, to help. It's a lifelong process. Lifelong. We've Daily. been doing this a long time, buddy. Yeah. And it's, you know, we still, we, we, we're growing in our awareness and our desire and we still, uh, you know, get tripped up once in a Absolutely. while. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, the, the realities, the realities are there mm-hmm. and they, and they hit us and, you know, it's, it's not a question of if you're going to experience right. warfare and difficulty, it's, right. it's, it's when and how, right. Mm-hmm. So, and, and it came at us and, you know, again, just in the, you know, in the context of things that we shared in, in the past about how this story unfolds, it's, mm. it's not like an every once in a while thing. It's, it's moment by moment mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, and that's just part of the reality. Mm. And that's part of what you learn to be okay with. Um, you know, but you, you also want to have some clarity yeah. on, on what's going on. And, you know, that's, that's really why we had one more installment mm-hmm. in in this um, series we've been doing, Pete, because we, we have covered a lot of ground and we've put some really important ideas in place. And this concept of divine rebellion is extremely important, right? And, um, you know, the awareness is a huge part of our ability to do that. Mm-hmm. And what we sought, sought to practice, what we set out to practice mm-hmm. over the holiday season, right? Um, you know, we offered that as, as an invitation for others to kind of, kind of see that in their context and begin to ask the questions of what that might look like for them. And all of that is really, really good. And there's more good news here though, right? Mm-hmm. In, in what we have discussed so far, um, we've kind of come at it from the angle of how do we resist, mm-hmm. right? How do we, how do we begin to reclaim things and take stuff back? And, the, the last piece that we want to get to is really starting to open the door to how do we begin to take the offensive, mm. right? Right. 
how do we push back in a way that reclaims ground, mm-hmm. right? And reclaiming ground, you know, different ways to think about that. That is healing. That is transformation. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it is an invitation to go deeper still to look at what is going on in our lives mm-hmm. in these moments and begin to ask very pointed questions that add to the picture of what we're tuned into, Mm -hmm. what we're aware of, and what Jesus invites us to begin to do with that. Mm. All right. Mm. So new language. It's our last podcast, yet there's still more new, right? And and so we're going to put on top of everything that we have talked about with all of these, two more ideas that go hand in hand. Mm. All right. And here's the language. It is this idea of messages and agreements. All right. So messages, what that is, it connects with things that we have talked about, about the enemy's playbook. Mm -hmm. Right. And we took a look into who he is. We kind of took some steps to know our enemy and his backstory Mm -hmm. and his hatred for us because of his even deeper hatred for God. Mm -hmm. And because of his hatred for God, he hates what God loves the most. Mm -hmm. Right. And so we talked about that story of how he has taken his war with God through mankind, Mm -hmm. right? And then we took a deeper look into how he works. Mm. And we we saw the general categories of the lies that he works with. Mm -hmm. And shockingly simple, you know, in some way, shape, or form, as he begins to weave his web of lies, Mm -hmm. he's working two major lies together. You're not good, and God's not good. Mm-hmm. You're not good enough, and God's not trustworthy, mm-hmm. right? Something along those lines, right. attacking the true nature and character of God and your worthiness, mm-hmm. right? That's his playbook, okay? And what we've been alluding to through all of these episodes is that it's helpful to know the general categories, but where it really becomes important is to cross the bridge from that general idea to how Mm. we experience that, Mm. right? Mm. This is the work of messages. Mm. This is what our enemy does to customize, to tailor his lies Mm. into our story that begins to paint a picture of Mm. reality that feels very, very Mm -hmm. real. Mm -hmm. And while it's one thing to have messages come at us, what the enemy is really after is not just to bombard us with messages that begin to paint a picture of reality. Mm. It is all in service of the thing that he's most wanting, mm-hmm. which is where the idea of agreement mm. comes in. So once we buy into it, once we say at the heart level, yep, that's reality. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's true. At that point, we become slaves to the shadow story, mm-hmm. right? So those are the ideas, right, Pete? Um, and those are the things that we've kind of been building toward and mm. hinting at. And here's the good news, though, mm. okay? Theologically, what Jesus did on the cross was satisfy the curse, which means that the true story is, in fact, reality. Mm. It is there. The gap, this sacred gap that we've mentioned before, is the difference between what we experience mm as reality in our day-to-day lives and the promise and hope of that true story. 
and what is available to experience now, you know, again, the part of the story we're in, mm. yeah. in this life, it's not going to be complete, but there are things that are there for us to experience now, living out of that true story. Mm. That path is, in fact, open, and it is through a person. His name is Jesus Christ. Mm. We've been talking a lot about that. The invitation, the hope here is in beginning to understand this concept of messages, beginning to understand this concept of agreements. It is through the authority of Jesus Christ and what he has done that we can actually take stands in breaking agreements and refuting the messages. Right. That's the hope. Yeah. That's the promise. You know, one of the things I realized early on in this process, I've been, I've been, I've been kind of living this life, um, learning this process for mm-hmm. a couple of decades. Yep. It's yep. been a long time, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which I'm really grateful for. Um, you know, I think, I think it's helpful for our listeners to realize that, you know, we're all wounded. Mm-hmm. There's always an, a message that comes with it. Mm-hmm. And most of the time we make an agreement with it. Most it's of the time. not a, you know, it's not like, oh, well, some people struggle with that and some people don't. Right. It's, right. A, it's awareness a lot of times. Yep. It's the difference, right? Yep. So yep. we don't have a category in our in our worldview mm-hmm. for spiritual attack right. for an enemy who hates us and seeks to kill, steal, and destroy our joy and mm-hmm. our, our relationship with God. Then we, then we don't have the ability to, you know, identify those different processes that go, that we go through and the you know when we're wounded when someone says something to us mm-hmm. or, or mm-hmm. does something or or withholds something from us um that wound isn't going to kill us right right it's the agreement with the message that comes with mm-hmm. oh yeah you are or i am yeah i am yeah so you know i i think that a lot of times um you know, when we think of spiritual warfare, we think there's only, you know, most of us live as though there's only two characters in the story. Mm, there's yes. me and God. Right. And right. either I'm blowing it mm. or he's holding out on me mm. or some combination of that. Yeah. Yeah. And if we don't have a third character. Right. In our worldview, mm. then we just get our butt handed to us all the time. Yep. In the, in the, in the spiritual and physical realm. Right. right. So. You know, I I just wanted to clarify that that it it, it is an ongoing thing, and and we all do it. Mm-hmm. And you know, I've been doing this for two decades, and I still find myself making these little agreements with things that, you know, out of my frustration or out of my shame or whatever. You know, it's yeah. it just it, it's that daily, every day, yep. every minute of every day. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Being being vigilant and understanding that, you know. When I hear something like that, that's not God telling me, mm-hmm. Pete, you blew it, buddy. Right. You know? Right. Or or just me failing. Yeah. Necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, feeling like a failure. Yeah. Um, and that's that's uh, it's a big part of how we approach all the stuff we're talking about. Right. Is understanding that there's a third character. There's there's it's never just God in us. <laughs> it's not. It never is. It never <laughs> you know? is. Right. And, and that's where we get confused because if 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 that's all I have to work with, mm-hmm. then of course, I'm I'm either gonna, you know, just bury myself with shame. Yeah. I suck. God can't love me because I do this mm-hmm. or I do that. Mm-hmm. Or, 
what a lot of people do, and it just even seems to be more of a thing currently, is just give up on God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, he, he's he has it out for me. Yeah, you know, he's, yeah, he doesn't love me. He doesn't come through for me. Yeah, that's yeah. not the story. Yeah, and and you just unpack that. That is the result when those two lies take root. That is where it takes us. Right. That Absolutely. is exactly what happens. Yeah. And. You know, and and that has been part of what we talked about over yeah. over this entire series is how how that enemy, you know, his preference is is that we never acknowledge that he's there. Yeah. We, we never pay attention to that, right. right? And so, you know, that was that was one thing that we had as an invitation is if if you have the category, deepen it. Absolutely. <laughs> if you don't have the category, maybe consider creating it, making right. room for it, right? And and so all of that is at work here, mm-hmm. and. Um, you know, I think this is just such a, it's an exciting place for me to land mm, me this, too. Pete, to see how all of this comes together. Mm. And, um, you know, as as we kind of turn the corner here, then mm. um, I, I wanted to just give a glimpse into how this has looked for me in the last two days. Yeah. I mean, this has literally been playing out over the last couple of days for mm-hmm. me. Um, and, you know, offer that as a window into... Um, you know, just, just a real, real example of, of what this looks like. Right. Mm -hmm. And so this kind of picks up with, um, circumstances from the Christmas season. And, um, we got my daughter a a nice gift. We got her, Mm -hmm. you know, some, some headphones. And what had happened is we gave that to her on Christmas day. And within a couple of days, we we just found a better deal. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, this is part of the gift exchange thing, right? You know, things things happen and you end up yeah. having having a return that you want mm-hmm. to make, right? Well, um, in order to get that better deal, that meant a little bit of a wait for the shipping to come and, mm-hmm. and all of that. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we didn't want to hurry to return the other ones because she was wanting to use them in the meantime, right? Well, there was a deadline for the return. And I knew about the deadline and I knew the date but something happened in my connection with that. And I had aligned that date with yesterday Hmm. only to find out on the day before that I was already past the deadline. Oh no. So now you have, now you have two sets of headphones. I have two sets of headphones. (laughs) One was cheaper. One was cheaper. (laughs) Right. And so it's not funny. Sorry. (laughs) Well, it kind of is. Um, But you know, in the warfare that began to come, right. and this is this is you know if this is a new thing for a listener, mm-hmm. for me when I begin to experience warfare, my inner world starts to feel really spun up, mm-hmm. really strained. Right, I begin feeling things internally mm-hmm. that I'm just I'm really unsettled. Right? right, and something like that is like, oh no, you know, and you just feel that weight of. Ooh, yeah. That that's a costly mistake, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Here is the invitation to look under the hood. Mm-hmm. Here is where divine rebellion we we see that there's another step mm-hmm. that actually becomes a huge window into mm-hmm. things, right? If you allow space, practice this divine rebellion first of all mm-hmm. to give space for the curiosity. Well, mm. okay, there's that feeling. Look closer. Mm. What is it? What am I feeling? Yeah. What am I thinking? What is causing pain mm. here? 
and this is what I took steps to do because again we've we've been at this right. two decades right this is something we've learned to do over the years and again mm-hmm. the question isn't if you're going to experience warfare it's when all right and so we've learned yep. right okay there's something going on pause look be curious mm-hmm. ask questions right and so i did that and for me, the journaling thing is is really right. helpful, right? right? So I I wrote things like this in my journal as mm-hmm. I began to look. I began to realize there were things I was feeling, and when I put words to it, it went something like this: "You're going to be stuck with those headphones. You're such a fool. How could you miss the return deadline? How are you going to make this right? What is your plan? You don't have one, do you?" course you don't because you're just a stupid careless ignorant boy no prove it make it right it's up to you to make it right hmm. there's a lot of you's in there and not eyes yeah isn't that interesting yeah how, yeah. That, how that oftentimes when we when we when we take the time to listen to what we're actually saying yeah what's being said yeah it's you are yeah not i am yeah yeah. We don't claim that about ourselves. Yeah. It's the accuser. Yeah. And we repeat it the way it kind of comes into our into our memories and into our our trauma and yep. into those different parts yep. of our you yeah. know, be being the, the careless little boy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, that, oh, that was a long time ago. Yeah. But it still you can still kind of poke into that. Yeah. And um very interesting. Yeah. Uh, and so, I and I feel I feel you in that, you know, it's from the standpoint of making those kinds of mistakes that aren't the end of the world, yeah. but, but it, you just feel the shame of, yeah, I blew it. Yeah. I should have been more responsible. Right. I should have been paid more, you know, all of that. All, like, all of I that. Just, yeah. Yeah. Whew, and, and, story. and that Pete, what we have learned over the years, messages. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, you know, I offer my own experience with it. This was yesterday morning. Mm-hmm. This was yesterday morning. Right. And so I, I offer that um, in the hopes that in sharing that, if this is new to a listener mm. out there, I think you won't have the same story, but I think you'll know the dynamics here, right? Yeah. I think you'll recognize, oh my gosh, yeah, I have moments where I'm just right feeling torn apart, mm. right? Or just this cascade of shame is just, mm. just coming at me. And I, I you know, if, if I think about things that are baked into the thought life in mm. that, you put words to it and you start to pull out what the messages are, mm-hmm. right? Where does that come from? Right. It is not from your heavenly father. Right. It is not. That is condemnation. Yeah. That is lie. Yeah. That's what that is. That comes from the father mm-hmm. of lies. This is why it's so important to have the category. Because now we can begin to properly identify what's going on, mm-hmm. Right. Do you, so, mind if, do you mind if I sto- share a story from, like, like you did current? Yeah. Can I go back? Oh, absolutely. Can I go Ab- back? Absolutely. I'd love that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, this, when you start thinking about, uh, since I was 11 or 12 years old, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've hated my body. Mm-hmm. I've cursed my body as I look in the mirror. Yeah. I, um, I have hidden Mm-hmm. You know, from the standpoint of a of a you know a, a physical worth, a you know um, just kind of the 
the self-condemnation yeah. of, you know, how I look, uh, how I look in certain clothes, mm-hmm. how other people look at me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, I, I can be walking down uh, the, the you know, the border to border, the, the path that we have around here to walk on and be 200 yards from someone that I don't know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that I've never met. Yep. And, and probably will never see again. And begin right. yeah. to think of ways to hide yep. my my midsection mm-hmm. because I'm convinced that they see what I have been convinced that everybody else has seen yeah. for 52 years. Yeah. That's yeah. a long time. That's a long time. So I was 12 years old in gym class and yeah. we had to do the rope climb, which yeah. I dreaded. Uh, imagine uh, you know, our listeners, a few of them will all of a sudden have a reaction to mm-hmm. gym class and mm-hmm. rope climb. Um, had a young teacher uh, who was a coach, kind of cocky, sarcastic, um, you know, certainly had his favorites in the class. And so, you know, I got a couple of knots up and I couldn't go any further. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, he he said in front of the whole class, Emhoff, you're fat and you need to go home and get your mother's bra. Mm-hmm. And mm. of course, everybody erupted in laughter and my life changed that day. Yeah. And yeah. so there's the wound, right? And that's yeah. a, that's a big slice. That's a, that's yeah. a big cut. Yeah. Um, what I realized later in life is there were other boys that he said that to, yeah. not that same thing, but those types of things, Yeah. you know, demeaning, shameful, mm. horrible, really horrible. Mm. Um, but they may not have hit them the same way yeah. because of the relationship he had with them as a coach or whatever. Um, but what I realized is that wound, as bad as it was, yeah. and it, it really did change me. I mean, I went into hiding. I, I never take my shirt off in public. I mm. will never play shirts and skins. I will never go swimming in a public place. Mm. Those kinds of, you know, agreements, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the message was, there's something wrong with you. Right. You're fat. It was an attack against my masculinity. Mm-hmm. You need to go home and get your mother's bra. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I just, I hid. Yeah. And I, uh, you know, the, the irony of this whole thing is I'm afraid to be in front of people because I think that they see what I, what I have believed about me my whole life. Yep. And yet God continues to put me in roles that, yeah. you know, for the last 30 years, mm-hmm. you know, I've been in roles where I'm in front of people all right. the time. And I'm like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. You know, I'd rather be a hermit and, mm-hmm. uh, but that's not my personality, but, but it, it, until honestly, until about eight years ago, I literally hated mm. my body. Yeah. My wife would tell me you look good. Yeah. And I would go, no, I don't. Yeah. I didn't realize yeah. how much I hurt her in that process yeah. because I could not see myself in the mirror. You know, you look at that man in the mirror and all you see is that little boy and that condemning statement that that said that I'm I'm not good. Yeah. I'm not enough. Yeah. I'm not the same as other people. Yeah. People will always see me this way. Mm. And it wasn't until I took that agreement. I mean, I broke the agreement a bunch of times, but it's so deeply mm. there's so many tap, you know, there's a tap root, but then there's so many other yep. roots that go yep. out. Yep. Um, you know, even co-agreements that you make based yep. on you know, I feel this way. So I make an agreement in this situation or that. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's beyond what we want to talk about today. But it's like, you know, until I started to uh, believe, mm-hmm. take authority, 
knowing that this is the enemy, it's the lie, it's, you know, it's not true. Yep. You know, my waist size is what it is. My yep. body type is, is what it is. Yep. It's the way God made me. Mm-hmm. He doesn't look at me that way. And I started looking in the mirror and saying, I love you. Yeah, I love your body. Yeah. Yeah. That's and divine rebellion. That's divine rebellion. Yeah. And that didn't work right away. <laughs> it was very, right. very uncomfortable, by the way. Yeah. Um, but over the years that I've been doing this yeah. and breaking, you know, when, when that agreement comes up, yeah. I mean, I went away, I went to something in last November mm-hmm. and most of the time I'm doing okay with it, but I get ready mm. to go. And all of a sudden I look at the clothes that I have. And I mm. see that I don't look good in those. Mm. I need something new to, that will cover me better. Right. Yeah. There yeah. it is. Yeah. Got mad. Patty and I had a little spiff, you know, a little tiff over it. And it wasn't for a couple of days. And, and yeah. all of a sudden I go, well, I guess it was the next, the next morning I flew out and it was on the plane ride yeah. that I went, Oh my gosh. And I journaled too. So, you know, mm-hmm. that's a lot of my processing is, mm-hmm. is in my journal. And I'm like, wow, 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 wow. I've done so much work in this. Yep. And there it was. There it was. There it was. It was, yeah. it was that place where the enemy knew that I was vulnerable because I was going yeah. away. Yeah. And that's the place. I mean, Eric, if you could see my closet mm. and how many shirts I have mm-hmm. that I've worn once. Yeah. Yeah. Because I bought it because I was trying to hide. Yep. 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 Not because I needed a shirt mm. or I wanted a shirt or that's the shirt that I've always wanted. It's I needed to buy it in order to hide. Yeah. And that's, you know, <laughs> until we, until we understand that this is how the enemy works, this right. is how the message, if it turns into the agreement, that's really where the gangrene is. That's yep. where, that's where it will kill us over time. That's it. That's um, really what he's after. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks yeah. for letting me share that story. I think it's helpful, you know, um, and I could, I could probably tell a story from yesterday too, but it's also really helpful to go back and say, right. I still live, make sure. decisions today. Yeah. Not nearly as much, but t- still today I can make a decision based on an agreement that I made at 12 years old. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and that's that ongoing story of yeah. healing and transformation, which, you know, which you had alluded exactly. to that this, this is not a one and done mm-hmm. thing. This is an ongoing thing. Oh, that gosh. you know, understanding is is uh, deepened mm. in awareness of the of the story we're in, where we're right. at in it right, right. now. Right, there, this is going somewhere. That that restoration, that uh, completion, that mm. renewing of all things, mm. that is where the story is going. It's just not where we are right, right. now. Right? right, exactly. So what mm. that means for us is to be grounded in the reality of this. Yes, the hope and the joy and the promise of how far you've come Mm -hmm. with that and the recognition that you still have that come up. Yeah. Right. It's the both and, you know, and um, what I love about what you're sharing there, Pete, is how this, you, you gave a great window into the bigger picture of the healing journey, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. This is how we start to regain ground, right? To claim kingdom ground in our hearts Mm you talked about the messages and the agreements and how they play out, but you, you kept curiosity kept drawing you deeper. You, mm-hmm. you were willing to ask that question. Where'd this come from? Right. Where'd this come from? Where'd this come from? Until you got back to a key moment mm-hmm. that the enemy seized on when you were a vulnerable 12 year old. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 
so you know the 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 concept of wounds is baked into this yeah. right and the the messages and the agreements all offer windows into our story yeah and what you described is how that became breadcrumbs for you sure. to come back to a key moment in your life mm-hmm. that was just really damaging mm-hmm. but how Jesus has begun to enter into that and reclaim that yeah all right that is that is the hopeful picture of all of this. That's mm-hmm. what I call an offensive, right? We're mm-hmm. we're no longer just resisting at right. that point. We're taking ground. Yeah. We're taking the fight to our enemy and we're walking things back, going to key moments mm-hmm. and meeting Jesus there. Yeah. The Intentional Dad is a community of men, women, and families learning and living lives of intimate apprenticeship with Jesus. Together, we are learning what it is to be fathered sons and daughters, and what it is to then offer the gift of a good father's heart, a good mother's heart, to our children, our families, and our communities. It is through generous support of donors that resources like this podcast, learning and training opportunities, and community events are made available for free or at significantly reduced cost. Please consider partnering with us in support of the mission and community of The Intentional Dad by becoming a donor today. To learn more about The Intentional Dad, our community, available resources, and to donate, go to www.theintentionaldad.org. Thank you, and God bless. That's what I call an offensive, right? We're mm-hmm. we're no longer just resisting at right. that point. We're taking ground. Yeah. We're taking the fight to our enemy and we're walking things back, going to key moments mm-hmm. and meeting Jesus there. Yeah. Right. And beginning to reclaim and reinterpret and understand mm-hmm. that something really precious was lost in mm-hmm. those moments, which is the truth of how you're held in God's arms mm-hmm. and the truth of his heart toward you. Right. 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 And those things begin to be recovered and we begin to experience healing and we begin to experience mm-hmm. the true story. Yeah. Right. But it's a process. It is. Right. And that's the other thing that I, I love about what you're sharing there is you took the steps of divine rebellion to stand in front of the mirror and break the agreement. Mm. Very intentional, very direct. You look at yourself in the mirror and what you're doing is breaking an agreement with the enemy and coming back into agreement mm-hmm. with how God has seen you all along. Yeah. I love you. Right. You didn't feel that when you started doing that. No, that wasn't your experience. Nope. You know, you, you were saying those words and you were not experiencing mm-hmm. them, <laughs> right? no. but you kept doing it and you kept doing it and you kept doing it. Yeah. And, and I think that's the other thing that, in this discussion of messages and agreements, in wrapping up um, this series that we've been doing, there is a reality to bring alongside this that I think the vast majority of the time, and this is my experience, it's what you just described in mm-hmm. you know the, the the lives that we've had a chance to you know rub elbows with and mm-hmm. see this unfold. I think it is almost always true, and I'm not going to say always because this is God, and He can, yeah. you know, He can have these these wonderful, miraculous, instantaneous breakthroughs. Right. But I think it is almost always true that the healing process starts with awareness, then an invitation in recognizing messages and agreements, mm-hmm. and taking the stand to break agreements, and doing all of these things mm-hmm. that 
what we do in that divine rebellion almost always comes before what we experience. Oh, absolutely. Almost always. Yeah. Right. And so in the breaking of an agreement, it is rarely going to bring an mm. instantaneous flooding in of the true story and the the experience of Eden and mm. being loved and knowing that you belong and, you know, being settled with the idea that you have nothing to prove. Mm. We are immersed in a reality mm-hmm. in this world, which is enemy territory, that it paints a really convincing picture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's not just about the external things that paint a picture. It's the story that we've lived. Right. right? So we right. have years and years and years of things that we've experienced that tell a story mm-hmm. that has to be unlearned. Right. It's, it's right. not just the learning of this new stuff. It's the unlearning of mm-hmm. the old stuff mm-hmm. in our experience, Pete, I know in mine personally, it takes time. Yeah. And it takes persistence and it takes a willingness to stand in the mirror every day mm. and say the words that you don't feel apply. I didn't want to say them. You didn't want to say them. <laughs> and, and when I said them at first, it, I, you know, I mean, it was almost like I'm a fraud. Right. right. Because I don't really believe this. Right. I don't really like you. I hate you. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. But I'll tell you what, it wasn't too long after that that my wife said, hey, honey, you look good in that shirt. Yeah. And I said, thank you. Yeah. And she goes, what? Yeah. It shocked her. She said, I have never yeah. heard you say that before. And yeah. it broke my heart. Yeah. Because we'd been married for, you know, 30 years, 35 years. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, you know, there's there, there's just this little, I mean, literally taking steps. Yeah. Which is the rebellion. Yes. It is warfare, actually. It is, it's, right. It, you, could de- you could describe what you just said about that whole process yeah. as an act of war, mm-hmm. act of warfare. Lots of times we confuse that with all the other images we have mm-hmm. out there. Where we have to scream and shout. And, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes it's just turning, you know, a few degrees mm-hmm. and looking at it a different way and yeah. saying, no, I love you. Mm-hmm. Why do I love you? Not because all of a sudden, you know, I woke up one morning and I thought, yeah, I'm going to love myself. Mm. It was because I knew that that was the very thing that was going to break the curse. Yep. And, and you know, having to break that agreement over and over and over mm. again. I remember John Eldridge saying one time, you don't cut down an oak tree with one swing of the right. axe. Oh, yeah. That's a great image. I, you know, love come that. on. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, yeah. this, is, this is decades long. Yep. This is agreement after agreement after agreement. Yeah. This is trauma that that goes so far back and so yeah. deep and trauma never leaves our body. You know, right. it's just, it's always there. So it, it, you have to, at some point, and I think it's desperateness. Yeah. Don't you? Yeah. When yeah. You, when you get to that place and you just say, I can't live this way any longer. And yeah. then, and then someone gives you a path. Yeah. Doesn't do it for you. Yep. But yep. here's the path. Yep. You want to take that path. This is this is what happens. This is how, right? this this is is how it unfolds. Man. This is where you go. Yeah. It's so hopeful. It is. It is. It is. And you know, and and again, tying with other aspects of what we've talked about through through all of this. I mean, you had to be willing to go into your pain mm-hmm. to do that. Absolutely. And that is another thing that is kind oh. of a surprise about all of this, mm-hmm. right? We we are so hardwired to think that I need to get away from pain. Yeah. I've got to, I've got to run from it. Yep. I've got to numb it. I've got to solve a problem so that it's gone. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, 
certainly where we can solve problems, we're going to solve problems, right? I'm not saying that you just become a masochist, right? But there's a shocking truth that begins to emerge that so much of what Jesus invites us into, the way into the truth of that true story, away from the shadow story, very often, most of the time, Mm. his invitation calls us deeper into our pain, Mm. which is exactly what you had to do. You know, over the years, you probably avoided mirrors. Mm. I'm going to guess, right? You, you know, brushing your teeth in the morning, you got that done as fast as you could Mm -hmm. because you didn't want to be in the mirror longer than you had to. I'm going to guess that that was at work, right? And so what did your healing journey entail? Mm. You had to do the very thing you least wanted to do. Mm -hmm. You had to stand in front of the mirror and then you had to take the next step of the thing you least wanted to do, Mm -hmm. which was to say words that were in agreement with what God has always seen in you. You did not want to do that, right? But you did. And that's what began to turn the tide. That's what began to tell the story of healing. That's what made room for that transformation, Mm -hmm. which is still a story being told. Sure. But you also have a different, I mean, how many years ago was that now? 10, 15 years ago that 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 happened? Yeah. Okay. So about a decade, right? And you have that time to look back and it's, oh my gosh, I'm going to guess you have a lot of gratitude for the pain that you experienced Mm -hmm. in that moment because of what it opened up. Right. Right. No, you're right. And uh, it just dawned on me as we're sitting here talking about, you know, how we approach pain, especially in this culture is like pain's not good. Yep. That's an agreement. Yep. Uh, You know, you need to avoid pain. Yeah. That's an agreement. Yeah. Think about it. Yep. When we approach pain, which, you know, I mean that, Hey, let's do another series <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, we could, we could just go on yeah, and on, on and this, on, but, it's, right. but it's like, you know, we we say these things, we think these things, yeah, yeah, because we've been convinced that no, you you know, whether it's numb it with drugs and alcohol or 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 with over the counter drugs to mm-hmm. take away an mm-hmm. ache or a pain, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm at an age where you know Advil <laughs> is like adult Skittles, you know, it's just. <laughs> Um, but there's something in there with that right. too. Yep. yep. Right. I start to feel pain. I go to the cupboard mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh, okay. So we've just been conditioned. Yeah. And, and so we avoid it at all costs. Right. And that's where the gold is. Yes. Um, but that's what it is, right? Yeah. It's, 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 it's getting to the bottom. Yeah. And, and therefore there's, it's painful to go through the process. Right. But when you get to the bottom, that's where, the restoration is that's yeah. where the healing is that's where the gold is yeah and that's what we that's what we all long for it is um it is yeah unfortunately a lot of us have, haven't even been given the tools to do yeah. that which i'm hoping that this will do for some folks yeah and that's and that's really what's been on our heart to share mm-hmm. right and you know and and that is that is a good reminder again just for all the more clarity on what the invitation is. When we talk about an invitation to live out of the true story, we are not talking about a pain-free life, right? That's, that is not the promise. Mm -hmm. That is not the invitation. Mm -hmm. Look no further than Jesus himself and for the life that he lived, right? I mean, he was called the suffering servant. Mm -hmm. He was no stranger to pain. And, you know, this is so much of uh, a little, little uh, opportunity here just to talk about, um, our bigger circle, 
right, Pete, right? right. What we what we experience through your ministry, which you have done for so long, is each Wednesday night you you have, I call it the fire. Some guys call it the burn. Whatever. I mean, we we come together, and every Wednesday night, um, you know, we we have we have questions that are kind of standing questions that we we kind of insist <laughs> with each other that we're going to look under the hood, right? Mm-hmm. We, we're going to, we're going to go to the deeper things. We, we don't really have a lot of interest in talking about what we know. We want to know what you're living. Mm-hmm. Right. And so you years ago kind of found a way to circumvent the things that can rob us of that with, mm-hmm. with a couple of really key questions. And you know, the one that most comes to mind is how's your heart. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And, and then the follow on that happens is, you know, a lot of times it's knee jerk. Oh, it's good. You know, and, and, and you know, I'll invite you. What do you tell them, Pete? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it, I don't have a standard response other than uh, that's not good enough. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. That's you, not you, an answer. It's, it's not going to that's not going to cut it here, yeah. my friend. And you, I mean, you there know, are other there may be other environments that that, yeah. that works, but it's not. Here. It's, it's not why we're here. Yeah. It's not why we're here. Right. And you and you have just such a loving gentle way of doing that. And sometimes, and sometimes you, know, <laughs> you know, other guys, other guys you're a little more forceful yeah. with, but it's all in love. Yes. Right. And, and it's, it's so beautiful what happens. And, you know, this discussion, I, I was just really tuned in the, the last couple of weeks. Um, we've kind of had a theme that has emerged as guys have mm-hmm. been invited to answer that question and mm-hmm. just really in a safe environment, share wow, what's going on. And man, you guys are sharing things. Not going on. It, yeah. it, they're being bombarded. I mean, it, right. you know, I'm I'm feeling a little something over headphones. I mean, these guys are talking about their livelihoods. Yeah. You know, they're talking about, um, you know, generations of family-owned businesses and mm-hmm. situations going on there. They're 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 talking about the the joys of being a you know newlywed and you know and and some of the things that are challenging in that. Yeah. Which you know, yeah. I mean, all all of these things, right? Um, you know, and, and we're just sharing in these stories with each other. Mm-hmm. And, and there's a theme that's coming up again and again and again. And, you know, if, if, if I could put one word to the theme that keeps emerging, it's surrender. Yeah. And, you know, what I mean by that, guys are being invited into their pain yep. to go deeper into it, yep. not to run from it. Right. I mean, the, the, the knee jerk thought is I got to fix these problems so I don't feel pain anymore. Yeah. That's not what's emerging. That is not the path of apprenticeship. No. The path of apprenticeship in each of these stories, big and small, mm-hmm. is the way Jesus is gently, lovingly, hopefully mm-hmm. inviting us deeper into our pain. And one by one, as those guys share those stories, we realize we're not alone. Yes. Right? And certainly not every guy in there is in the middle of a storm right now. We were talking about this. Some guys yeah. are, are in a season of rest, in a, in a season of joy. And mm. that's that's part of the story too, right? Yeah. But it is a story that, I mean, any good movie, how boring would it be if it was just always, you know, people dancing in a, in a field of flowers, yeah. right? Or never any restoration. Yeah. yeah. Any redemption, right? That, I don't like movies that don't have redemption. Right. That's what we all long for. Right. Right. That's right. our, that's our Eden heart. It is. It is. Um, and, yeah. and, you know, just a, just a, a caveat of, you mentioned, you know, some guys, you know, are, are in a good place right now. Yeah. It was just so cool. One of the guys that's really struggling yeah. and shared his story and, and, you know, he turned to this other guy who said, you know, right now I'm, you know, yeah. kind of hate to say it, but I'm, 
I'm actually doing pretty well. Yeah. And he goes, I celebrate that. Yeah. And yeah. that was just so beautiful, right? Yeah. I mean, here yeah. I am, you know, holding on by a thread. Right. But rather than, you know, I think a lot of times guys go, oh, well, great, good for you. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. no, we can celebrate that because you haven't always been there. Right. And you won't always be there. Right, right. right. I mean, this is and, and in fact, the one who said that, we know. I mean, right. I, you oh, know. Gosh, yeah, he's been through it all. He's been through right? it. He's and, been through uh, it, right. So, yeah, it's really beautiful. Yeah, it's really beautiful. yeah. And so that's, you know, I think maybe as we kind of we kind of bring this home, Pete, um, you know, I think, um, first of all, it was it was such a joy to to have had this on our hearts that we, you know, we wanted to do something that we could offer and, and share with listeners out there these different things. And each podcast kind of had its own invitation. Yep. Right. And that was the heart of everything that we offered was an invitation. Mm. And it still stands. Right. So, I, you know, the invitation here is to to bring this in and, you know, God bless. I hope there's clarity uh, for mm. you in this mm. and that you begin to find more steps forward in this fight for your heart and this right. fight for the true story and the freedom uh, of all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I have a much bigger invitation that is on my heart in all of this. And Pete, I know for a fact it's on your heart because you have been doing this for two decades. Mm-hmm. Uh, an invitation, uh, your ministry is primarily focused on, on the men mm-hmm. that you interact with and the invitation you have for them. And I just want to give you some space, Pete, to talk a little bit about what you do and what your invitation is for listeners out there that, um, you know, have been on this long journey with mm-hmm. us. Well, thank you, Eric. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's what I do is pretty simple, honestly. Yeah. Um, I, make myself available to men and I try to create safe places for them to share their broken stories. Mm -hmm. Um, Comes out of my own personal experience of, you know, getting caught looking at something I shouldn't. And, you know, the graciousness of my wife to say, uh, well, I don't like it, uh, but it's, it's not going to, it's not going to affect our marriage unless you don't talk to someone. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, and they almost, scarier mm-hmm. <laughs> like who mm-hmm. yeah who yeah. do i talk to you yeah. know my boss no mm-hmm. went to honestly i went to my pastor and he said i can't i can't i don't mm-hmm. have any time to meet with you mm-hmm. and i was just like what you know what what do i do now and um had a small group of guys but they all had kids in the ministry that i was in you know it was just a weird you know kind of busted and now what do i do yeah. and i didn't have a safe place mm-hmm. to go Mm-hmm. And sure, I didn't have a list of men. Um, the reality is, is I was meeting in a small group with these, you know, back in the, uh, you remember the promise keeper days, right? Yeah, yeah. Iron sharpens iron and mm-hmm. authenticity. And and it was good. We had a good, you know, we met every Saturday morning and uh, and it was a good group of guys. Uh, but I didn't want them to run out of the restaurant, <laughs> you know, yeah. when I told them that. Um, but I didn't have a choice after three or four you know, attempts of doing something different. I realized these are the guys and, and, you know, kind of surprisingly to me, I, you know, I really did think the reaction was going to be more negative, but they all leaned in and said, you know, you struggle with that too. Yeah. And I of course felt some relief, you know, that, uh, Oh, okay. They don't hate me. Mm -hmm. But almost immediately I was like, Hey, wait a second, guys. You know, we meet every week in this authentic 
you know, iron sharp and irons kind of a situation. And we don't know this about each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of shame around it, but come on, you yeah. know, this is, this is why we meet in community, right. uh, at least theoretically. Yeah. Uh, until it got, you know, pretty uncomfortable and you didn't want to share that with anybody. Yeah. So anyways, you know, long story short, I ended up getting a hold of a copy of Wild at Heart and it, it sent me down a path of healing and, and, uh, and restoration and transformation. And I left the ministry that I was in and started mm-hmm. this ministry literally to create safe places for men yeah. to bring their pain. Yeah. And the fire, uh, we've been doing that for like 16 years now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, you know, started out, we, we only did it during the part of the year that was comfortable to be outside. <laughs> and now we, figured out a way to bring heat into the garage and mm-hmm. been doing that for a number of years. So it's weekly, you know, we, it's, and it starts around six thirty or seven and, and ends when it ends. Yeah. You know, lots of guys yeah. stay a couple hours and leave, but there's some guys that often feel more comfortable, you know, sticking around yeah. and when, when the, when the crowd smaller, yeah. feel a little bit more comfortable sharing. Yeah. So, you know, that's one thing I do. Most the, the most significant thing I do, honestly, is meet one-on-one with yeah. people. Yeah. And I'm always available to uh, meet and listen to a guy's story. It's always about the story. So yeah. I'm always going to ask you, how's your heart? Mm-hmm. Tell me your story. Yeah. Um, you know, let's try to figure out where some of this stuff came from. Right. Because um, right. you can't do that without going back into your story. Yes. Um, so I'm not a counselor, but I do counsel men. I'm you know, probably more of a coach, but I don't really have a title for yeah. it. I just yeah. am me. Yeah. And I, I, uh, you know, we raise a budget so that I can meet with anybody mm-hmm. uh, that's not around money, um, which is just the way I decided to do it yeah. because yeah. Uh, there's some guys that can't afford, mm-hmm. you know, so much an hour um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or there's stigma with having to pay somebody mm-hmm. for that or whatever mm-hmm. it is, but mm-hmm. it's worked for me. Um, and then we have weekends uh, yeah. kind of built around the message of wild at heart and yeah. try to get men away for a, a shared experience uh, with other guys and, you know, expose them to a message that's really transformational. And, yeah. um, and but, you know, mainly one-on-one helping guys walk through uh, their story. Yeah. Uh, and all of those things that we do, the bottom line is we try to create a safe place. Yeah. So men don't feel shame. They're not condemned. They're not judged. Yeah. They're not taught. Um, yeah. yeah. It's literally, I think, I think a huge, you know, um, portion of healing comes from just sharing your story. Yeah. Yeah. Cause when you keep it hidden for all those years, yeah. um, it just eats you alive. Yeah. Well, I think one of the first agreements that guys are invited to break is they encounter someone like you, Pete, is that I'm alone. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, if, if there's, if there's a point of clarity, um, let that be a first step. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I I often, Eric, just real quickly, I often will meet with a a new guy Yeah. and you can, you know, I, I, I tend to know a little bit about why he's meeting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I know there's a lot of shame, you know, and there's just discomfort and anxiety and, you know, so I'll, and then, you know, when I ask them, okay, tell me your story. Yeah. If, if they even have a concept for what that is and you can see the fear in their eyes. Yeah. And so I usually say, Hey, you know what? I, let me, let me, let me tell you this. There's probably nothing you've done yeah. that I haven't done. Right. And right. I'm not just saying that. Right. 
Um, it's true. Yeah. You know, I, I've done a lot of things that I wish I hadn't done. And, yeah. and God's healed me from a lot of this stuff. And so, and oftentimes you see their shoulders yeah. come down and go, oh, yeah. it's safe. Yeah. This guy knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. Or, or, you know, in a, in a general way knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. So yeah. it's really a beautiful thing. I, I wake up every morning just yeah. with a sense of gratitude that I get to do what I do. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's a great word, gratitude, because I am one of many mm-hmm. <laughs> that have benefited from that. Yeah, thank you. Pete, um, you know, and that's that's what I shared with you over over the Christmas story. Mm-hmm. How grateful I am that you know, I call you my spiritual father. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's what you just described that made space for me mm-hmm. to, to realize yeah. I'm, I'm not alone. Right? right. And and just what a what a relief that is, you know, mm-hmm. and the the word that you're describing is community, yep. right? And, yep. you know, community, it's good to unpack a little bit what we're talking about because mm-hmm. community can mean a lot of things to different people. But when, when we say community, we're first of all talking about the safety of realizing that you're not alone. Mm-hmm. Secondly, talking about the seriousness of going after that true story. Right. Right. Exactly. And all the things that come with that, right? Mm-hmm. Which is what is so beautiful about what unfolds on Wednesday nights. It's what's so beautiful about what unfolds over a coffee. Yeah. It's so beautiful about what unfolds over the uh, the retreat weekend mm-hmm. that you you lead. Um, all things yeah. baked into True Pursuit. Yep. And True Pursuit is the title of your ministry. Right. It has a title. That's fine. It's really you. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's you. It's your mm-hmm. heart. And it's it's your own story and your your passion for men and their freedom um, mm. that drives what you do, right? Mm. And so, Pete, if there's if there's a listener, I really would like to talk to mm. Pete. I would really like to maybe explore coming to a fire. If you live in Southeast Michigan, mm. that's available. Yep. Um, if you don't, this invitation for community is still there, Yeah. right? Um, it, technology. Just, it just might mean that we, <laughs> we lean into technology a little mm. bit, right, for yep. that. How can they get a hold of you? Um, I think the the, the simplest way is just to go to truepursuit.org yeah. and there's a contact area in there. There's information about what we offer, what yeah. we do, what's coming up, that yeah. kind of thing. Um, I'm a one man show. So sometimes the, sometimes the information isn't, you know, current as like yesterday, but it's, we try to keep it current and yeah. especially like upcoming events and those yeah. kinds of things. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah. Um, and, and I would love to, to meet with anyone that feels like they need a safe place to yeah. talk about what's going on and maybe what they can't figure out on their own. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, my, uh, yeah, I would set something up and uh, I could do zoom. I'll, mm-hmm. you know, not afraid to drive an hour or yeah. so to meet with a guy for uh, coffee. Availability. Right. Yeah. That's, that's a key value yep. of, of what you carry. Yeah. And so, um, not surprisingly, Pete, what I do in ministry has so much influence and flavor of your mm-hmm. practice of ministry and how, how you offer yourself and your heart. And, you know, the availability thing is, is a huge value for me as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my, my story uh, took me um, to really practice this apprenticeship thing in the very specific context of parenthood. Yep. Um, and, you know, the other value I think that um, kind of captures what that story has been is intentionality, right? In awakening to 
uh, our Heavenly Father's intentionality toward mm-hmm. us in the invitation to be fathered in that, mm-hmm. and then from that, be intentional with my kids. Right. 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 It is a story of apprenticeship. Yep. Right. And the story I have to share, um, you know, while like in the book or, you know, in, in many contexts, mm-hmm. it is around um, a shared felt need for for parenthood sure. and doing it God's way. It's really a heart for apprenticeship. Yep. That's that is really what I'm passionate about, because <laughs> that foundational truth that God gave me all those years ago as I was mm-hmm. begging him to understand how do I father my kids? How yeah. do I father my kids? He answered with what seems obvious now was not obvious to me then. As I father you, so you father your children. Mm-hmm. It is an ongoing partnership, yeah. right? Yep. And so all of this stuff that we've been doing in this series has been a window into what you and I have been fathered into all these years, all Pete, these of years. how we're being fathered. And mm-hmm. that would be the other question that maybe comes up every once in a while on the, on the Wednesday nights. Yeah. So how are you being fathered, yep. right? These are the deeper things, right? Mm-hmm. And it is a whole life, right? And we're yeah. we're not we're not talking about getting a Bible study and, and filling in blanks and checking boxes and adding to our knowledge. Mm-hmm. We're we're asking the questions, what are you living? Mm-hmm. Right. That is my passion, mm-hmm. is that path, that journey of apprenticeship and mm-hmm. to connect with people in a way that I can share my story with that as an invitation for Absolutely. others to begin finding theirs. Right. Yeah. So I meet with guys. Yep. Um, it, mostly do. guys, but not, not just guys. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, it's, it's, it's a heart for apprenticeship with men and women mm-hmm. for families. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, I have the coffees, I do that, yep. um, you know, and then I, I have the coaching and, and mine is, uh, around this, this intentionality mm-hmm. thing and, and offering from my experiences in a way that can help someone really dig in to some of these things that we talked about, yeah. right? What are the messages you're hearing? You know, I love helping someone oh my gosh, discern yeah. those things, right? Yep. To see where agreements are and what that's done and how we begin the process of learning to break those agreements, following the breadcrumbs mm-hmm. back into your story. Mm-hmm. Where's where's the wounding that began to tell that story? Right. right? How does what does recovery and healing look like? Right. That's that's <sighs> so where the coaching fun, comes in, right? <laughs> Um, and so that's part of it. Um, but there's another thing that I'm, I think I'm most excited about this, mm-hmm. of what has kind of emerged in these years of my return to ministry mm-hmm. is what I call guided apprenticeship. And I just, I'm so passionate about this, Pete. Mm. Yes, it's in the context of parenthood, but it is a, it is an invitation into this much bigger idea yeah. of apprenticeship. Yep. And, you know, I, I've said it before, uh, you know, around the guys for fire that, um, you know, the, the gift of a man who begins his journey of healing, of transformation, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what he ends up with is the gift of a father's heart to offer the world. Yes. Right. And so whether that is for a young man who has young kids at home that has an obvious place mm-hmm. for that father's heart or an older man with grown kids, that father's heart is still his gift oh, to yeah. the world. Right. And so these are the things I'm passionate about. And so guided apprenticeship is two-ish years mm. that I offer. And, you know, the, the first one is just around this question of getting what you never got, yep. finding your way to this true story, all these things that we've shared, yeah. right? After some time with that, after some steps of apprenticeship with that, then we bring in the second phase, mm. which is giving what you never had. Mm. 
whether that's as a father to your small children and a loving husband to your family, yep. or whether that's something because you're in a different stage of life that that outpouring of your father heart, father's heart, yeah. just it looks a little different. Yeah. The the principles and the heart and the hope that I have mm-hmm. in sharing my story is the same, mm-hmm. right? So those are some things that are available, things that are, you know, opportunities are beginning to emerge mm-hmm. here in Southeast Michigan locally. But mm-hmm. like you, I'm not limited yeah. uh, by geography, right? Nope. So there's there's electronic means to, to enter into this. All of that, Pete, we share this, you know, as, mm-hmm. as your spiritual son, it's not a shock mm-hmm. that uh, that value would be the yeah. same. We, we want to invite guys into this. Yeah. It is so hopeful. Yeah, it is so promising. It is such a joy to see it for ourselves unfold, yeah. unfold in our lives, and uh-huh. to and to have the privilege of being in community with other people mm-hmm. that we see it unfolding for them too. Yeah, right. Well, that's what that's what drives us, right? That yeah, the passion that comes out of realizing yeah. that there is healing, there yeah. is transformation, yeah, there is freedom. Yeah, that that's the part that. Oh my gosh, I never knew that. Yeah. You know, I was 25 years in on my you know, on my walk with God. Yeah. And was checking all the boxes. Yeah. But you know, this this idea that we have to go back into our stories. Yeah. Which comes from the psychological, you know, the you know, the counseling world. Yeah. But biblical from the standpoint of, hey, you know, David says, you know, my my heart has been right. wounded, right? right? I mean, right. We just pass over that, like, yeah. oh well, you know, stuff happens, yeah. and just trust God. Yeah. Well, you know, how come it keeps coming back up? Yeah. You know, all of that stuff. But one of the things I wanted to say, um, because it, it kind of happened naturally with yeah. some guys around the fire. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think I think sometimes you get pick up a book like yours. Yeah. And you think, well, this is going to be like, you know, five or 10 principles right. on how to be a better dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're in there. Yeah. But man after man after man, when yeah. we first came out with it, yeah. guys are reading it. We're like, wow. It's not what I expected. I did not expect <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. the first half of this book is your story, basically. Right. right. God fathering you. Right. And getting you ready. Right. To then offer to right. your children. So I think it's helpful to know that because, yeah. well, it is it's packed with ideas on how to practically yeah. do this. Yeah. It's not just a how to book. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's a me too book. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Oh man. I hadn't heard that before. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, in, in one way that I kind of help people bridge the gap is, you know, I, I chose that title very intentionally, mm-hmm. but what is easy to be missed is the double meaning of it. Yeah. So the intentional dad is not meant to be just, a call out to me and my fatherhood to my kids. Right. It is first and foremost a call out to my intentional Mm -hmm. dad. Right. Mm -hmm. And that will embrace and fulfill, Mm -hmm. embrace the promise of fatherhood with your heavenly father. Mm -hmm. That is what the design is that opens up the promise of fatherhood toward your kids. Right. Beautiful. So it, it is. It is different, right? And and you're right. I I've had those conversations yeah. enough to know now that there's there's an expectation that is brought to it, which is totally understandable, right? And it's how we started this you're series. Just sneaky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's how we started this series, right? Yeah, so exactly. you know, yeah. we said that this would be a series focusing on sonship, on daughterhood, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
going forward into 2024, uh, you know, the, the podcasts that I want to do going forward, there, there will be a little bit of a shift and we'll, we'll talk about our life mm-hmm. with our kids. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, but, but this is so foundational and this is so pivotal mm-hmm. and, you know, as good as it is to maybe learn a few principles about parenthood or anything, right. It is, um, almost insignificant, almost meaningless, mm-hmm without the context of this apprenticeship thing mm-hmm. that we're talking about. We are talking about a lifestyle, not checking sure. a few boxes and trying to cram some more things in. Right. right? So, um, and, and that's, and that's our invitation. That's our heart, Pete. And, and, um, that is what has been so fun for me to, to share with you through all of this, um, is knowing that we have such a long story of this life of apprenticeship together mm-hmm. and the things that we've, had the had the privilege of, privilege of sharing over all of these years yeah. with all the other guys that we do community with, right? Yep. And um, and it's just a heart for anybody out there that mm-hmm. the spirit stirs. Um, just we wanted you to know that uh, our arms are open, our community is mm-hmm. open, our hearts are open, uh, and you can reach out. So I guess that's one other thing I forgot to mention is to, to reach me, you can go to the intentional dad.org and similarly you'd find, find mm-hmm. a way to contact me there, contact yeah. through the website. And there's a lot of information about mm-hmm. these, these things that I offer as well. Um, wherever that takes you, uh, our, our hearts and our arms are open mm-hmm. and you are, you are so, so welcome yeah. <laughs> to yeah. join us on this adventure called Absolutely. Apprenticeship. So, so Eric, I just want to say thank you. Um, this has been such a fun, uh, important, but really fun mm-hmm. to do this together. Um, I mean, if, <laughs> you know, if people could hear us talking before we even yeah. start talking, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We, uh, we've done this for years yeah. and love each other a lot. Yeah. And so it's, it's been a real honor and a blessing for me to, to be able to do this with you and, you know, maybe, we get to do it again down the road sometime. Pick oh, another topic and make it into a year, yeah, a year, year long series, <laughs> something, something. But uh, you know, Pete, I, I am, I am sure we'll have other occasions to do yeah. do at least one here and there. Mm-hmm. You know, just uh, just however God leads us with that. Yeah. But uh, you know, for for this, um, it's you know, it's it's been the privilege of kind of sharing something that is near and dear to our hearts. But it's also the fruit of walking in this for two mm-hmm. decades together. Yeah. You know. And, and it's, it's just a, just a real gift. So, you know, I, uh, I think I, I want to finish with a window, um, that maybe wraps up a, a bookend, if you will, um, that we started the podcast with this open invitation into these really big ideas mm. of the contrast between the shadow story and the true story, and the invitation mm. to find your way to live out of the true story. And we've covered a lot of ground. Um, you know, hopefully there's just some really good clarity on what that invitation is, what it entails. You know, like we said a moment ago, it's not a pain-free life by any means. Um, you know, but, uh, the, the promise of shalom, peace, wholeness, um, a life of joy that is not swept to and fro by our circumstances day to day, right? Mm. A settled inner world knows who you are and to whom you belong, right? These are ways of painting the picture. And there is one man in particular that has been really, really um, offering 
deep things for my heart mm-hmm. of late. I, I discovered him in 2023. His mm-hmm. name is Dr. Ted Loader. Uh, he has since passed, but mm-hmm. he has written a book called Gorillas of Grace. And in one of the podcasts, I shared one of his offerings in that book, a mm-hmm. prayer that is a poem called Hear Me Quickly. Mm-hmm. I want to finish with another one of his mm-hmm. that I think is a glimpse. It's just a beautiful, artistic heartfelt expression of what it is to live out of the true story. Mm-hmm. So I'll offer this as a way to wrap up our series. What mm-hmm. story are you living? And it says, let wonder have its way with me. Oh God, your gracious spirit moves over the mysteries of living and dying and is strangely present to me in the falling leaves, the call of the wild geese, a child's birth, the light in a friend's eyes, the sudden lifting of the heart, and the deep longing which brings me to you now. Make me aware of your presence, that wonder may have its way with me. My passion be released, my confidence renewed in the depths of your holiness, until for a moment my longing for you be fulfilled, and I know I am really free to share bread and intimacy, to laugh and exchange mercy to be at ease in my struggles, bold in my loving, brave in facing down my terror, hopeful in the rising music of your kingdom, joyful in my living and graceful in my life, becoming a song of praise ever sung to you. The true story. Friends, that's the invitation. This is maybe just a beautiful way to capture what it is Pete and I have had on our heart in walking through this for most of 2023 and here is a bridge into 2024. Hmm. The invitation, of course, is captured in each of those podcasts that we shared, but the the broader invitation is an ongoing one. Hmm. The true story. It's life of apprenticeship, this promise of healing and transformation that Hmm. Jesus is inviting you into. This is our hope and our desire for you, dear listener. So thank you so much again, Pete. Thank you, listener, for joining us. And may God bless you and your family very richly.